Watch Tim wishes you good luck and Godspeed. Space Monkeys blasting off with Zachary and Sheldon from Unit Network, a very interesting project that just recently fell on my radar. Very happy to have them here on the show. Guys, welcome. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you for having us. Let's start with a basic overview of what you're trying to achieve with the Unit Network. So basically, in a nutshell, Unit is looking to create greater wealth equity in the world. Hmm. Right. Um, and what, why are we doing that? We think it'll be a better world where people wake up in the morning and they say, what's my purpose? How do I serve my community? What am I passionate about, mm-hmm. right? And we think a lot of that is related to finances. And so really we're looking at disrupting the entire financial model. Um, and we think that that's now possible with uh, decentralization, with the blockchain, with a couple of tools that we hadn't historically have, right? Yeah. So basically we're looking at uh, the formation of DAOs and tokenization yeah. as a new way to organize people and capital. It's basically shift from a shareholder economy to a stakeholder economy where you now will be a staker or a token holder in all of the people, businesses, organizations that you are aligned with and that you have interest in. That's a great nutshell. Yeah. In the current economy, the way that value is distributed generally between um, a shareholder yes, and, the, and the people that run the company. Um, and a lot of the times the employees and the customers aren't very incentivized. Right. And I guess what Unit Network is proposing is that we move towards um, towards an economy in which the uh, wealth is distributed amongst the people that are also uh, providing to build the wealth. So the people that are working on the companies, so of course, like the employees, and we're not just talking about stock options, we're talking about vested interest from day one. Um, and then, of course, providing uh, value distribution to the customers as well. So further incentivizing customer to be a returning customer, then also potentially providing them with something that is life-changing in the future for supporting products and companies that they enjoy. Yeah. Interesting. And I'll say like in a nutshell, just imagine when owners, investors, employees, and customers are all incentivized yeah. to work towards the same goal. Okay. Yeah. Right. All right. So aligning people on incentives to build out together. Yes. Very cool. How long have you guys been part of this project? Yeah, so I've been part of Unit now for about a year and a half. Okay. Uh, I got introduced by Michael, Michael Huey, who right. I first had a conversation with when we were working on a project called the Changu Shortcut. We are building a, a road in Bali, Indonesia okay. um, for a village. Uh, it kind of cascaded further because we were looking at tokenizing that road. So Okay, a, a technically... A technologically advanced road? No, no. Okay. So it was just a, it was a basic road, but we were looking at uh, using tokenization to raise the funds yeah. uh, through the community because, of course, you know the community members couldn't contribute large amounts. Right. So instead, we had to create a mechanism that could enable them to invest into a project that otherwise wouldn't be reasonable for them. That is really fascinating. This is what you were working on before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Funny. I think we came in around the same time, about a year and a half yeah. ago. Okay. Um, I was moving from uh, New York, uh, from California back to New York. It was during the pandemic, and I was like, "Okay, I need, you know, film. I'm also a filmmaker. Right. Budgets had kind of got flashed, and and there wasn't as much work. And I was thinking, okay, I think I need to, you know, do something else in addition to the filmmaking. Yeah. And somebody gave me a great piece of advice, and they said, uh, instead of looking for what you're good at, look at what you're curious about. 
Mm. Um, and this was this was a while before I, I met Michael also in, in Unit, but I started to think like I'm just really fascinated by decentralization yeah. and the blockchain. Yeah. And I started that deep dive. Yeah. And it's like, you know, reading books, listening to podcasts, like this one, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I heard Michael speak on Elevation Porn, beautiful show out of uh, Australia. And uh, basically it was like, how do I learn more? He's like, oh, we have a free blockchain course. I was like, really? Great. I'll sign up for that six weeks. And then I finished and I was like, do you need help building this? And he was like, yeah, actually we do. And then I just kind of jumped right in. Okay, what's your role now? Uh, at uh, so at the moment I'm leading the uh, city growth initiatives. So basically creating city communities around the world. So Interesting. we have over 8,500 members in 60 plus cities. Really? In five different continents. Like, Which is wild. So like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. That means like, for example, today I get a Telegram chat from somebody in Nairobi going, hey, we're doing a Twitter event from Safari Dow. So yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Let me jump on this. Let me send that out. Even though they're in Nairobi, they're talking about building a blockchain and Web3 ecosystem in Africa. Yeah. So I jump on and right away, I send that over to Lagos. I send it to Cape Town. I send it to other places. Okay. And those community members are like, oh, amazing. Let me jump on and hear that. Huh. So we're starting to build that ecosystem of collaboration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess we believe that um, communities are really going to be the driving force for the next five years in, in crypto and blockchain. Yeah. You know, realistically, I think in order for us to grow, we're not just looking at benefiting an individual, we're looking at benefiting entire communities so that they can grow together. You're building on substrate, you don't have a pair chain yet, or you do? We're on the Rococo testnet right now. You're on the Rococo testnet? Yeah. Okay. Bit on the last one, somebody beat us, but I'm okay. sure in the next couple months we'll, we'll get our pair chain and get set up. Of course. Are you guys doing a crowd loan or are you just uh, funding yourself? Funding it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Nice move, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the idea when you start producing block space? Um, what, what are people going to do with that block space? So basically uh, what we have right now is we're looking at kind of a lot of different pieces of the ecosystem and trying to put them all in one place. Yeah. So basically you can go on right now in a few seconds, no code necessary. You can create your token, right? Okay. And what comes with that is a complete decentralized exchange and everything that you would need to kind of run that token financially from a financial model. Oh. Now, in addition to that, we're going to give you all the community management tools, because as Shelton said, the, the strength of your token is going to be directly related to the strength of your community. So if you don't have a strong community, you're, you're not going to do much with your token. Right. So we give you those tools, and then we also are going to have a marketplace. So that'll be a place where you can actually buy and sell um your services and products so if going back to cities what does that mean right so let's just say we have i don't know a barcelona token right okay and we have that building up the whole barcelona city kind of token economy but then also like maybe you have a business so if you want to be listed in that barcelona marketplace you have to accept barcelona tokens okay so now we have that utility where you can see kind of that circular economy and the idea would be that the barcelona token would be used to invest in all of those businesses in Barcelona. So now, even though somebody may be doing the same thing as you, mm -hmm. because we have the same investment, we're linked together. And yeah. if the Barcelona token goes up, it actually helps all of us. Right. So we're really working towards a collaborative versus competitive model, even if you're in the same business. Right. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. At this point, when you guys are on Rococo, you have these communities, you have 8,500 members. Yeah. And what are they doing? Are they using like testnet block space or is it more just about building the communities at this point? I guess at this point in stage, we're more or less focusing on building communities. Right. And then of course, we're slowly taking steps to advance our, our technology side as time goes on. Yeah. Okay. And I think similarly, like we have a unit masters, which is the free six week blockchain fundamentals course. Yeah. And 
we really believe that like you may build on unit you may not yeah, okay. you may build on Polkadot, you may not right. like at the end of the day you need to decide for your specific project yeah what's best for you what's best for your community mm -hmm. right and i think that education is just like onboarding everybody yeah yeah right we need uh different people doing different things in different spaces and we understand that each community has different needs we believe in polka dot yeah <laughs> which right. is why we're building on it yeah polka dot's awesome uh, yeah and we we definitely point out why we're why we chose it and why we think it's you know kind of the road to the future okay how have you hooked the, these community members so far like how to get their attention and how do you get them into it? One is our education program. So obviously yeah. a lot of people come in and say, oh, well, I can learn about this for free. Right. There's study groups. I can meet other community members. They have We have live local meetups. We also have a Ventures Accelerator. So say you've gone through, maybe you've been thinking about a business for a while. Maybe you have a current business and you're like, I want to put this on chain. Yeah. And I want to tokenize it. Really? So we're like, okay, great. You have to apply. Okay. But if you get in, it's a six-week program with experts every week right. that are going to kind of teach you tokenomics. And, and how to implement that and what that might look like. Okay. But then it's like, we also do conferences. So for example, say we run a conference on, I don't know, art, right? So then we're going to have people from within the art industry, all different areas connected to Web3 that are going to have a day of talks. So, so we're, we're really trying to not think about what we want, but what does the community want? And we put that out to them and say, hey, what kind of courses are you guys interested in? What kind of support do you need? Right? Let's put that together. Gotcha you know, give people a broader opportunity for either building on the, the unit network or, of course, you know, opening up to looking at other blockchains in this space. Because we do believe that uh, collaboration, you know, through the different ecosystems is really going to drive the future for, for crypto and blockchain. We don't necessarily believe that it's going to just be, you know, one ecosystem, which yeah. is why, for instance, currently the top 20 major uh, coins on its platform, you know, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, Polkadot, of course, Polygon, things of those sorts. So we're looking to uh, not only, of course, support the Polkadot ecosystem, but also support the, you know, the, the broader space because we think that it's going to be a collaborative effort to build what it is that we're all trying to achieve. So on this this tooling, people will be able to use tokens from other ecosystems to, I don't know, invest capital into businesses or communities or yeah. whatever. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. 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 And that's done through wrapping on the platform. I guess not to get too far in, but sure. Uh, no, no, go, go for it. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I did some of the most, <laughs> the coolest yeah. stuff. Yeah, is is done through our our vaulting mechanism, which is uh, decentralized depositing and and withdrawing, which also has to do with the the wrapping on the platform of assets. Okay, so is this like a like a lock and mint situation? Through our vaulting mechanism, we are allowing people to open up uh, collateralized vaults. Okay, uh, using crypto, so yeah. they lock up the crypto on the platform. Uh, for instance, the the unit tokens, so they're locking up their unit tokens okay. on our platform to use as collateral. Yeah. As deposits come onto the platform, mm -hmm. instead of us pooling those deposits in, you know, these centralized wa wallets, or, or of course, even just cold storage wallets owned by the community, mm -hmm. uh, we're actually distributing our deposits throughout throughout our users. Yeah. So our our deposits are no longer held in just one, two, you know, three or four wallets. Yeah. They're held amongst our users. Uh, so we're looking for you know further decentralization of the funds. Because, of course, one of the things we've seen is that, you know, people can either be hacked or they can run off of the funds. But if your funds are distributed amongst millions of users. So yeah. users on your platform, they're putting up collateral to hold these external assets in their vaults. Right. Yeah. Which then get 
minted as wrapped assets on your network. 100%. You okay. Got it. It's a model similar to like what uh, Interlay is doing with Bitcoin, right? Right. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. The similar? Yeah. Very similar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. And a collateral for these vaults, is it unit token or are there other, is there other collateral as well? Uh, it's it's currently unit token, yeah. Okay. Unit token is, is the main form of collateral for the vaults. Yeah. Okay. Is there any risk with like the volatility of unit or is it like super over collateralized or how do you deal with that? We have it quite collateralized. So like right now, just the way that they pay out, I think it's like a, a one to five ratio. Wow. Uh, so, you know, there'd be five times as much unit in the vault uh, as there would of the deposit that the user would be receiving. So it's heavily over collateralized. So even if we did see, you know, large fall, mm -hmm. then the only thing that um, would no longer be incentivized is the payer paying back the, the vault, which wouldn't necessarily be a problem because uh, you know, the users on the platform, of course, then they're incentivized through the funds that they've already received through these vaulting systems. So yeah, one way is to think of it as like decentralized uh, deposits. But another way is to think of it as locking up your unit and taking an interest free loan that has no expiry date. Mm -hmm. So there's zero chance of a margin call. Mm -hmm. And and part of the reason we do this is like, we're constantly watching the news and you see these things happen, you know, maybe there's a micro drop or something and then people get liquidated. And like the questions that we have at unit are suddenly like, Okay, what are we doing to protect our users against things like this? Yeah. Yeah, and it, I guess, like, you know, it doesn't really make sense for, you know, a platform to hold billions of dollars in assets right? when we're looking for growth in our ecosystem. So these users should be allowed to use these funds, right? Sure. So mm -hmm. what, what Unit is doing is, of course, distributing these funds back to the users okay. through this vaulting mechanism. Yeah. Uh, allowing for further growth because the users, when they do receive the payouts from their vaults, will be able to use these funds um, in, in the ways that they choose, whether okay. that is processing withdrawals or whether that is building other projects. Okay, right. So it, it distributes those deposits instead of just sitting in a wallet, not exactly. being used, building any interest or doing anything useful. Of course, the, they're distributed back to the users. The users have their power back in terms of the funding. Okay, and they're putting those funds to work. Right, whatever vision or mission they have, hundred percent. I would yeah. be, for example. Yeah, you, yeah. Right. <laughs> like I would be like, okay, I just got some of this back. Yeah, maybe I'm going to use part of it and process withdrawals because I get one percent of that. You know, point five goes to unit, point five goes to the, okay. the vault that's processing withdrawal. Yeah, but I also might take part of it and say, hey, I have a, a really cool project that I want to develop, and now I can actually develop that. Yeah, right. Oh, that's interesting. So, so, it's, so it's like a traditional bank. We put our money in, mm -hmm. and our bank is going in like. Investing it. Exactly. Right. So now it's basically just like we're depositing our funds, but now we can actually also invest it. So you get the boast, the best okay. of both worlds. That's cool. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. So I want to ask you um, the strategy of investing in community growth and education is extremely expensive. Right. I imagine rather than investing in like, it's not? Not a unit. Oh. How's that? Because uh, it sounds like you guys are doing conferences and, yeah. and helping people like understand yeah. or build out yeah. businesses like, how do you do that? How, how do we do it, right? Yeah. So I think one of the things, and you probably found this, and most people working in Web3 have, is that there's, I think, an unproportionate amount of people who are interested in consciousness and who are genuinely just like good people okay. that believe in transparency, that believe, right, and, and a lot of these uh, qualities that come with blockchain technology, right? So at Unit, surprisingly, when we do a fundraise, 90% of what we raise goes to back in the token. Mm. We don't even spend it. We have a zero burn rate with 25 core team members because nobody's taking salary, right? Yes, exactly. Well, how are they living? And they're like, how does this work? Yeah. Uh, 
most people are working probably 25, 30 hours a week. Okay. Right. Um, but we believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess of course we, we do have incentives, you know, through mm -hmm. raising the funds for the platform. Um, there's bonus structures that do enable for payouts, which act as a replacement for our salaries. Okay. So instead of having a massive burn rate, like most organizations, we have literally a zero burn rate on our platform at this very moment. And even when, um, you know, everything is fully up and operational and we are pulling, pulling withdrawals because we're actually going uh, phase two on our vaulting system, which then opens up our withdrawals just to be clear there. But, um, once that's all op open and operational, um, our, our core team, which are the people who are currently working on the platform, they'll be taking essentially their salaries through through the funds that have been raised from the platform. Mm -hmm. But like we said, 90% of it goes to the token and then 10% gets distributed amongst the core team. Uh, we also have a Cliff Invest, which pays us out in tokens. And then, um, you know, as core team members choose, they can sell those tokens on the exchange. Mm -hmm. um, but it's 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 long term. We're talking a three year cliff, five year vest on the project. Wow. Um, so I guess what you know, Unit Network is looking for right now, in people mostly, is people who are uh, willing to collaborate um, and distribute time, and hope that 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 time, of course, has a benefit in the future uh, on the value that is added, you know, through through has been built from that. Okay. So, yeah. And there's another side. I think the authenticity really comes through. So if we say, hey, we're providing a free course to people, yeah, then and we're putting our time in, then when I go to somebody and say, hey, would you come and teach about DeFi? Can you, would you put an hour in? Uh, they're like, yeah, sure. Like they're not going to ask for pay. They're going to say, yeah, we're happy to come and like contribute to the community mm -hmm. and contribute to the education. Same thing when we run a conference. It's like, hey, we need it. We have a panel of speakers. Like this is for the community. It's almost like a chance for them to come and give back. Wow. Okay. Uh, same with our like ambassador program. You know, people who are helping to moderate or curate, for example, Mexico City. So right now it's Art Week in Mexico City. Okay. So like people are like, hey, you know, they're curating it, but it's also like connecting people and saying, come check out my exhibition. I just saw somebody just arrive. They're like, hey, I just got here. What's happening? Right. So it's like, I think creating value, right? So like Davos just happened, World Economic Forum. Our Davos community is probably about 600 people now, um, which means that when you show up there or yeah. like you're coming and you're like, hey, I need housing. We've got an extra bed. Oh, hey, I'm running Arabian Nights. I've got an extra ticket. Like suddenly you have the difference between networking and community. Right. Networking, people show up to an event and they're like, what can I get out of this? Right. right. Community, people show up and they say, what can I give? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So and a I, lot of it pays off in both directions too, of course. Right. You know, uh, you know we've, we've been provided tickets to go to conferences. Yeah. You know, and then we've also provided tickets for other people to go to conferences and have opportunities to do stuff like that. So it's not just, of course, one way. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's like the importance of the community, right? It's not like we're always just looking for how we're going to benefit ourselves. We're looking at how this is going to benefit the overall group of people. It's fascinating. 100%. Yeah. So say, for example, a fund, if I talk to a fund and they say, uh, we're, we're raising a bunch of money and we want to support uh, women entrepreneurs in Web3. Sure. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Hey, I just I just talked to somebody who has a phenomenal project out of Berlin, you know, and it's like I can connect those two people and there's no interest, right? One of them has a phenomenal project looking for funding. One of them has funding looking for a phenomenal project. Let's put them together. Right. That's community. Very cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. I feel like... Um, 
this is the version of community that a lot of people in this space are looking for. Correct. Mm -hmm. So this maybe answers the next question I was going to have, which was some confusion in my research for this. Um, it looked like you guys had like more than a dozen founders or something. And you said yeah. 25. Yeah. Uh, builders, but like I saw somewhere it was like eighty or something. Like nah, where, nah. no, okay. <laughs> so where where do these like kind of unusual numbers come from? Yeah. So basically, we have. I mean, because we're a DAO, uh, there's there's no bosses here, right? There's there are leaders. Obviously, we need people with expertise and experience, right? That can lead different departments, right? Like I'm not a developer, I wouldn't lead that department, but you might be, yeah. right? Um, so in that sense, people come on, uh, we become core team members, which is basically you're contributing. Um, and then after a year or two, you know, you've seen that, okay, this person is here for the long haul. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's become a co-founder. Right? Okay. Understood. Um, and then we have advisors, people who may not be able to put in the time, but are interested in yep. the project and want to support it in some way. Wow. Um, and then there's also, you know, there's operational advisors who are people who are kind of more month to month checking in, but then we have a lot that are just like supporting and, right. there, and there we're talking about 300 people influential people within the community yeah that are like when you need something reach out to me right it's almost like having like a retainer or something yeah yeah right and then you have that those 8500 people as well that are yeah. kind of building right right yeah yeah no it's amazing so for example i'll give you a recent example i was sure. talking to one of these advisors and he was, he's a lawyer and then the ventures accelerator was like hey our legal talk uh, speaker dropped out like and i'm like okay well, let me call this guy back and the next thing you know, it's like slot him right in. So he's, he might not be super active all the time, mm -hmm. but they're there to support us when we need it. Right. Yeah. That's what community is all about. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. And this is not exactly what I imagined this conversation would, uh, would where it would totally, go. But totally. um, and you guys are going for a pair chain, you said. Um, is this on Polkadot? <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. Going straight to Polkadot. Mm -hmm. You guys feel ready to, to run a Polkadot parachain? I think so. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like itchy. I'm like nine at the bit. I'm like, come <laughs> on, guys. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. And then what's the what's the, the first cool thing you guys will be able to do once you get the parachain running? I mean, ideally what we're doing, I mean, I'm talking about just putting everything on chain. And because yeah. it's financial, sure. so it's like, it needs Super to be. Important. So like, we're still in beta right now. Right. We have, what, 45,000 45, plus users? Yeah. like that? 45,000 plus users. What? Yeah. 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 Accounts. Accounts. Yeah. Accounts. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's probably 4,000 at least token holder, unit token holders. Yeah. It's currently right. about 4,000. Okay. So, it's, so again, we're still in beta, yeah. but it's like, we're not going to move out of beta until we get on chain. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. right. So like, yeah. we got to get on chain. We have to make sure all the withdrawals are working. Right. Um, so there's certain things that we need to get lined up. Mm -hmm. And those are like the first thing that we'll be able to roll out once we're, right. once we're on chain. Yeah. Cool. You know, something that, that we're hoping to to, I guess, further solve is just figuring out a way to uh, incentivize it so that we can get people to, to stick along in the long term. Radical. I, I think for me, the biggest challenge is shifting the way we think about investing and particularly mm -hmm. uh, the way regulators think about investing. Okay. And I think traditionally investing has been set up in a way that kept a great majority of people out of the game, right? Sure. And I look forward to a day through tokenization where, you know, right now, if you look at America, 90% of the people have debt. This is a very unhealthy financial system. And you see it. People are stressed out. Mm -hmm. People aren't doing things that they love. Uh, the, the economy isn't growing as fast as it could be. And I'm looking for like in 10 years with tokenization that we've shifted it so that 90% of people are actually invested. Right. right. And what that means is going from being in debt 
to saving to investing. And I, and think about like when 90% of the people are invested, how that's going to change our everyday lives. Yeah. Right. And I was going to say even again, yeah. I mean, I think we're even lacking vocabulary mm-hmm. because I'm saying investing, but traditionally you invest to make a, to make something back. That's right. right but yeah. now we're looking at decentralized community tokens. Right. So what that is, is again, we're lacking vocabulary, mm. but it's, yeah. it's me um, supporting, so to say, right. The local coffee shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. And owning, owning a stake in it, which also gives me perhaps governance. Right. Right. So I actually have a say in maybe how the business is run, right. what things they're going to offer. Right. Uh, hmm. What their board of directors might look like. I, there's so many different things. Yeah. Right. Like we're co-founding, co-collaborating. Exactly. Right. Like right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's better aligning the community with the businesses really. Right. Because, you know, as of now, of course, I guess there's potentially a place for customers to voice their concerns and needs. But uh, a lot of the times it's not efficient enough for the businesses to actually know what to do with the information. And we think that through through blockchain, that's something that could potentially be solved, of course, through uh, being able to have the token holders have polls, um, also have a, a little bit more of a, a transparent way to, to voice as an overall community to, to make changes in businesses that that incentivize the the business and the community overall. Gotcha. Yeah. And the thing that strikes me about all this is how these investments or co-building situations are happening on a local level. Right. Which is really fascinating. Yeah. You know, where we can kind of clean up an area. We can make make a small area efficient and and beautiful. Right. Instead of like investing in something we don't understand across the world or something. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Focusing on your local community right yeah yeah it's good stuff guys thank you so much for coming on the show i'm really happy to meet you and um now i'm hooked on unit and i'm looking forward to seeing where you go we'll be sure to cover you on the channel go forward thank you so much